there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Welcome to episode 45 of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, and thanks for tuning in today. If you are looking for strategies, lessons, and some honest conversations about personal brand building, business growth, and mom life, then you are definitely in the right place. I bring you new episodes every Thursday, so an extra special welcome to you if this is your first time listening. Not sure about you, but I think it's hard to believe we're closing in on the last 45 days or so, actually I guess it's probably less than 45 days, left of 2021. I have a few more episodes of the podcast lined up for this year before I take a quick break leading into the launch of season two in 2022. When I first had the idea to start my own podcast, I honestly had no idea if I'd be able to meet my goal of writing, recording, editing, and pushing out content every single week. It felt like this crazy, huge, massive goal, but I've been doing it every week and absolutely loving it. I've learned a ton along the way, Yes, the tech side was definitely the biggest piece of the learning curve, but also in interviewing amazing guests and pulling together research on important topics that I think you'll enjoy. Sometimes it's easy to skip over the things that either come easy to me or things I've known for a while because I kind of just assume it's not important or it's easy to assume that other people already know these things too. That whole mindset and thought process is actually what led me to today's topic. I was thinking back on some tools that I use on a regular basis to help build my brand and get my name out as a thought leader. One big one stuck out to me, and I realized it might be something you don't know exists. And I honestly didn't until my friend who works in PR told me about it. So today I want to tell you about an online service called Harrow. Harrow, H-A-R-O is a great way to pitch yourself for stories and interviews to showcase your expertise. Never heard of such a thing before? Stick with me. I'll give you the Cliff's Notes on what it is and how to use it. And even if you have heard of it before, you might want to tune in as well and see if you pick up on something new here. Let's dive in. I'm on a mission to find small business owners who want to bring in more customers. More customers equals more sales, equals more happy people talking about your business, equals more customers. It's all connected in a loop. But it doesn't have to be difficult to get started. Don't wait for those customers to find you. Open your doors to new customers with this free cheat sheet of five low-tech ways to generate leads. Visit erincraber.com forward slash more customers for this free download today. HARO, H-A-R-O, is an acronym that stands for Help a Reporter Out. HARO is an online directory that connects journalists in need with sources of information. 
Tons of well-known, reputable media outlets, print, and online publications use Harrow, along with many that you've never even heard of. The concept is genius, but there are definitely some tricks you need to know in order to get picked up as a source. The first thing you need to do is create a free online account inside of the directory at helpareporter.com. You'll register as a source. Now, just like anything online, before you agree, there are a list of terms and conditions, but they're really straightforward. The rules are basic, and part of getting noticed as a credible source, in this case, is following them to the letter. Once you register as a source, Harold will send you three emails each day of the week, Monday through Friday. These emails come at 5.35 a.m., 12.35 p.m., and 5.35 p.m. Eastern, with requests from reporters and media outlets worldwide. You scan the emails, and if you're knowledgeable about any of the topics, you'll answer the reporter direct through the anonymous email address listed at the beginning of the source request. The emails are fairly long and are divided into categories. You can customize the topics you receive in your inbox to focus on specific topics like healthcare, technology, finance, and lifestyle. Sometimes the source is identified, and sometimes the source is listed as anonymous. Sometimes they'll list very specific criteria they need in a source, like gender, age, job title, or even a specific lifestyle, such as a female with a unique birth story, or a woman over 40 taking a prescription medicine for anxiety. The sources know what they're looking for, but they use Harrow to cast a wide net. If you see something that you have experience with or can add specific value as a source for, you want to follow a couple of steps. I've been using Harrow for a few years now and have been featured about a dozen times. Sometimes it's small one-line contributions or, or paragraph testimonials, and a couple have been feature articles I provided to a publication like Working Mother Magazine. I certainly don't land every pitch I make, and I definitely don't follow up with every request I receive after the initial pitch. But I do want to share five strategies I use to get my name published using Harrow. No matter what the ask is for, it's really important that when you find one you're interested in, jump on it quickly. There are over a million sources registered in Harrow who are receiving the same exact three emails at the exact same time. If you want to be a source, you need to follow the instructions and get back to the reporter with your response by email fast. I'm talking within the first hour. My friend Christy owns a PR firm and she shared information that as a reporter who uses Harrow, she usually picked her sources within the first 15 minutes. Reporters are on tight deadlines, and if they need more sources, chances are good they're already behind. My second tip is to do some quick research on the publication. As I mentioned, you're on a tight timeline, but if a source is listed, and they aren't always, do a quick search and see what they're all about. You don't want to waste your time putting together a pitch for a publication that doesn't fit your niche or worse, isn't as reputable as you think. Just because the ask is out there doesn't mean you have to jump on every single one. It might seem that way at first, but trust me, the emails come three times a day and will have over a hundred opportunities each time. That's a lot of chances each day. You can definitely afford to be picky. The third tip is to use a subject line in your emails that is sure to grab attention. All of the emails go through an anonymous server, sort of like Craigslist. 
but you do want to customize the subject line to something specific, not just your Harrow inquiry or your source for XYZ piece. Again, you have to assume that the journalist making the ask is getting flooded with pitches. So you want to make them click on yours and read what you have to offer. And you can do that with a creative subject line. Next, consider including samples of your work when you can. A link to a blog if you have one or a social media post you wrote that's related to the topic. Or even once you do this a few times, you can link to other featured pieces. Definitely not a requirement, but sometimes the asks are pretty vague, so if the response that's required doesn't have a specific question to answer, you might want to link to a sample to give yourself more clout as a source, or show that you're experienced and have done things like this before. My final tip is to piece together a general template response to a Harrow inquiry. I am a big fan of streamlining whenever possible, So I often have a draft email in my inbox that I use as a general guide when I pitch myself to different publications. I can't just copy and paste every time, but I can copy, paste, and edit to fit, and it goes much quicker than trying to reinvent the wheel every time I want to send an email. My pitch email template includes a few lines about me that are unique and attention-grabbing, then a line or two about why I'm an expert or where my specific expertise on a topic comes from. Then a closing on how I can be reached and a space to link relevant work. Now, you certainly don't have to follow my template, but it does help to have a base pitch ready that you can customize to fit the ask. So I've shared my five strategies to get noticed and to stand out using Harrow. But what happens once you respond to the initial inquiry in Harrow? Honestly, sometimes nothing. If you aren't selected, you likely won't get a response at all. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong, you just didn't get to it in time, or the journalists found what they needed elsewhere. You honestly cannot take it personally. If you're the right fit, you'll get a reply back, and usually this reply includes more information about the piece, the journalists, or the publication itself and often it's going to request more specific information from you as the next steps. Definitely varies depending on the publication, the topic, and also the timeline. I'll give you a quick example from one of my experiences using Harrow. The request was for a Mother's Day collaborative post of different mothers sharing how their mothers shaped how they are raising their own children. At the time, I had a blog where I shared stories of my family, so I definitely had a lot to go on. I submitted my response to the email as quickly as possible, and I used the subject line, an average mom with not your average mom blog. I used my three paragraph plus a work sample formula to share a little about myself and why I thought I should be featured. I received a message back from the journalist with more information about the publication and her project. Turns out it was for a fairly popular blog in the United Kingdom, and she was compiling different perspectives across the globe for a Mother's Day feature article. She asked for my responses to five specific questions with a tight deadline. I did some research and decided it'd be worth my time because she was willing to link back to my own personal blog, which is kind of a big deal because it's not done all that often in my experience with Harrow. She wasn't asking me to write a full article, just to share my experiences, and she pulled bits and pieces as part of the collective story she was working on, and I was good with that. Once you get through the initial anonymous email screen, 
The follow-up email exchanges will usually come direct from the journalist to your personal email, which is why it's super important to let them know how to reach you in your first contact. Sometimes you can leverage this contact for future opportunities, and sometimes it's just a one-off. And this piece I did was definitely a one-off, and again, I was totally okay with that. The journalist was nice enough to share the finished piece when it was published, and then I could share it on my socials. It got my name out there and a backlink to my blog for an audience that I likely wasn't already reaching. Harrow is a really great resource to use when you want to get your name out into the world. It's a shortcut, a way to have the best opportunities for you screened and funneled straight to your inbox. It's like having your own personal assistant finding you the best places to pitch yourself and your expertise. Yes, obviously you still have to do some of the legwork, but you can be as passive or as aggressive as you like with it. If you think this is something you might be interested in trying, I have some homework for you. I want you to take five minutes and set up your free online account at helpareporter.com. I am not an affiliate. I get no credit for this. I just have used it. I like it, and I think it's kind of one of those hidden tools that people outside of the PR world don't necessarily know about. So take five minutes, set up your account, and subscribe to the categories you think make the most sense. Or you can always check the box that says master to get the full rundown in each email. Then I want you to set a goal for yourself of either how many pitches you want to make per week or how much time you want to spend on it, either per day or per week whatever makes sense for you. So maybe you want to start with one pitch per week or 10 minutes each day to read the emails right away when they land in your inbox. Again, they come at three very specific times and you need to be quick. So you can decide on how you do this, but take the time and do it today. You can always hit the delete button on the emails, but you won't know what opportunities are out there to grow your brand if you don't give it a try. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.